0: Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everyone had a really great week. I hope you have had opportunities to practice the meditations that we've talked about. And um, today's subject is one that is probably one of the most popular questions that people have. And that's related to meditations that allow us to connect with our spirit animals. And honestly, this is a subject that is, you know, it's far, far broader than, you know, the little introduction we're going to do. But, you know, we're going to get some of the basics down and that way. Uh, if you have more questions, you know, there's, there's research opportunities. There's a lot that's out there, a lot of information that's out there. So it's just a matter of choosing what the right information is for you. So, uh, the idea of a spirit animal or a spirit totem or a spirit messenger. Now, first let's kind of get our terms, you know, a few terms set. Uh, the idea of a s- spiritual animal form or a spirit that, moves in animal form that comes to help you, that comes to guide you, in some cases comes to challenge you. We'll be talking about that, where a spirit totem isn't always something that's helpful. In fact, it may occasionally throw blocks in your way or, you know, what we call trickster spirits. You know, there may be some that, um, you know, will try to trip you up, but the whole idea behind it is that you gain wisdom from it Uh, some spirits come in and the whole point is they actually will set up a deception and see if you're smart enough to catch it so you know spirit animals can work in a lot of different ways and there are animals that are our totems and that idea is that this is a creature or, you know, a spirit that remains with you. It is a guide. It's a protector. It's a teacher. Um, and what happens is, is that you create a relationship, not just with that spirit animal, but in, you know, any time you deal with that animal. You know, those who have, um, you know, particular types of birds will notice that, Those birds come around at certain times and those who, um, who have, uh, like, you know, let's say, um, you know, your, your totem animal is a snake or your totem animal is a particular type of dog or a wolf or a bear. And, you know, while you may not encounter these, what you may encounter are symbols of them. You know, you may, you know, find something that has a print or a pattern that is related to that. And, you know, that kind of brings forth a feeling. Uh, Those who have like whale as their totem animal, you know, they may never see one. But, you know, if it's your totem animal, more than likely it's going to show up for you. But, you know, you will, you know, get a particular... um, You know, feeling when you hear whale song, you know, things come to you. So there's a lot of different ways that spirit animals work with us. Now, as I said, it might be a totem or it may just be a messenger. Now, the difference with that is that if you have a messenger, then they're there for a particular reason. They're there to impart a particular type of wisdom to you. And then, you know, you may not deal with them again. So whether an animal is your totem or your messenger, it's still there to help you. It's there to guide you. It's there to protect you. It's there to um, help you walk in this world and walk your spiritual path. So when we're, you know, trying to figure out, you know, maybe what an animal, what a particular animal totem would be that, you know, would be in our lives, often they come through dreams and they can appear in the dream time usually you know that it's it's not just a regular dream because there's something that is very powerful about it when you wake up the image of that animal stays very much with you or you start noticing that animal um if you can become very quiet and learn to listen you know not just you know with ears but you know listening with your heart listening with your spirit then you can actually create a relationship where this animal is able to give you information. And one of the best ways to do that is through meditation. So one of the things that I would definitely recommend would be to um, get books that will, uh, you know, that talk about animal totems and the meanings. And I've got two that, that I deal with. This one, which is you know, animals speak, and it's by Ted Andrews, and I'm going to put a link for this book into the description, as well as this one, which is Totems: The Transportive Transformative Power of Personal Animal Totems, and this will also be in the uh, in the description. And uh, if you're really interested, and if you want to really get into the idea of learning about animal totems and and finding your own. Yeah, definitely. It's there's that research piece because there's a lot of different interpretations for different animals and what they mean, and depending on if if you're a part of a particular tradition, a particular culture, they may traditionally have a view of a particular animal that maybe is very different from either Native American tradition or maybe African tradition or maybe um, you know one of the Asian countries. Or, or Middle Eastern, you know, depending on where you are, Australia. So de- what the relationship that particular animal has with that area can say a lot about what it is that the message that that animal carries. So, you know, find out what resonates with you, look into a lot of different things, and then decide which one really calls to you, which tradition really calls to you. And then once you find that, then I would say just go with that. So meditation, as we talked, is about finding that quiet space. It's finding that quiet moment. It's finding a way to step out of the crazy, the eye of the storm, where you're in that one place and it's safe, it's calm, and everything else is pushed to the side. You know, the storm is still spinning, but what you can do is you can find a space in it that allows you to separate. So, um, and I am in the, in the chat room right now. So if you have a question about a particular totem, then go ahead and type it in. And if you're on YouTube, go ahead and type it in and I will look it up for you in the sources that I have and kind of give you a little bit of insight into it. Um, if, And that's only for the premiere of the episode. If you want information on it afterwards, then you could always ask questions in the comments or you can contact me, you know, through one of the other ways to contact me and just ask me and and I'll give you whatever information I can and give you uh, whatever assistance that I can with that. So for now, if you're, you know, on the premiere of the episode, if you have questions about particular totems, put it in and I'll I'll see what I can do to, to give you an answer on that. So uh, back to the idea of meditation. You know, when you're doing a meditation for an animal totem, uh, what you want is to not go into it looking for a particular totem. Now, people love when they get Um, you know, bear and and eagle and, and, you know, and horse and, you know, I mean, and those are, those are amazing, powerful totems. And yet there are different totems that in their own way may seem very humble, but could be, you know, could be a very powerful totem for you. There's mouse, there is, you know, one of my totems, in fact, the first animal totem that came to me, I I have different ones and and you're not limited to one, you know, the, the animal totems, decide to connect with you so it's it's not like oh gee I have one I've only got one slot open you know you can have a lot of different totems and you can have a lot of different messengers but my first totem was skunk and later on when I realized it because this totem came to me as a child and I didn't even realize that that's what it was but that that was something that went through my life and when I finally got a chance to start looking into it and I realized, oh my gosh, skunk has been my totem. So, you know, there's a lot of different totems that I carry because there's a lot of different types of works that I do. So, you know, depending, it depends a lot. If if you're a spiritual worker or, you know, if you work, you know, earth magics and things like that, you may find that more totems come to you. If that's not something that you know you have as a part of your path you'll still have animal totems it's just that you know what they do or the purpose that they serve for you you know might be more of protection and and guidance in in the way of you know just someone who is you know a part of the energetic field if you're a practitioner your totems are set and designed to guide you at sort of a higher level and to protect you in a different way because they know you're in the energetic field with a whole lot of different types of spirits, both light and shadow. So, you know, how that kind of comes in is, you know, a big, you know, in part, you know, about what it is that you do. How is it that that totem is going to serve in your life? I mean, is it just as, you know, you're learning something or that it's helping you do some big works? Either way, uh, you can start off exactly the same. Open your mind. Don't attach to an outcome. Don't attach to what you want to find. Uh, There's a lot of, there are animal totem cards that what you can do is, you know, you can just lay out the animal totem cards and allow yourself, allow that physical representation to become a part of the meditation, a part of your space. And, you know, in some cases there are people who will just, you know, go through and close their eyes and pick a card and, you know, they that's one way to find a totem. And then they can meditate on that or you can be able to meditate to have the initial contact. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to guide you on a little bit of a meditation and what it is. And I got to make sure that I got set up. For those of you who are listening in on blog talk radio, um, I would recommend that you go and check out the YouTube video. And so that way, you know, you can see it, but otherwise, you know, this is, you know, we can just go basically with listening. And so what I want you to do is I want you to just kind of sit, get comfortable and the good part is, is that this will be recorded. So that way, whenever you, know, you want to have a, you know, this experience or you want to redo it, then, you know, just go back and watch the video get again or uh, on Blog Talk Radio, go back and listen to the episode again. So just take a nice deep breath. Now, before you, you know, we've entered the meditation, you know, you've made sure that you have, as we talked about last week, you make sure you have a nice, quiet space. You make sure that you have a, um, you know, undisturbed space of time. You know, you want to be able to, you know, not have to rush through this. You don't want to have to, um, you know, have a clock set with a timer. You know, this is a process. And the more you can relax into it, the more you can um you can just kind of be with it and be gentle with it and not expect it to you know bring you anything instantly then the better your experience is going to be and the more productive a result you're going to have so you've got your nice calm place it's quiet um just you know if if you're listening to music just you know soft subtle you know instrumental you know, something. Now, uh, this is, this would be a good place for one of the hemi-sync uh, CDs because those kind of kick it up to another level. Or if one is focused on chakras, you know, whatever really kind of resonates with you, or you could just have quiet. And then you want to sit, take a few breaths, do that breathing exercise that I showed you. In for four, hold for four, and out for eight. And do that like three or four times because just doing that one breathing pattern, it really kind of settles you into, you know, sort of an altered state of awareness. It kind of opens things up. So, you know, just do that. So do your breaths, in for four, hold for four, out for eight. Again, in for four, hold for four, out for eight, and one more time in for four, hold for four, and out for eight. Now Just kind of let your body settle in to, you know, whatever is the most comfortable position that you can be in, whether that's laying down, whether that's cross-legged, whether that's sitting with both legs on the floor, whatever it is that is your comfortable spot or your comfortable position, go with that. The one where you're not as aware of your body when you know if, if something if you're sitting and you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable change positions and then do your breathing again to bring you back into that space so and then you just take a nice deep breath and let it out and what you're going to do is just picture yourself picture yourself maybe at what in whatever environment that comes to your mind Maybe, you know, as you sit, you picture a forest forming around you. Maybe you picture yourself on a mountaintop. Maybe you picture yourself on the beach. Wherever you see yourself, whatever you see around you, allow it to form, allow it to manifest. Don't think that you have to change it. It, it, Allow it to create itself around you. And as the environment creates around you, there will be a point when it feels like it's settled. You are in the forest, you are on the beach, you are in the desert, you're on the mountain. Maybe you're under the water. And as you allow that environment to just form around you, just allow yourself to be there in that moment. And as you sit, and as you become one with that space, you feel and hear movement. Maybe it's in the brush next to you. Maybe it's walking up to you, near near you, across the sand. Maybe you're on a snowy mountaintop, and you feel the crunch as the snow breaks, as something is walking towards you. If it's nighttime, then there's a fire in front of you. If it is the morning, the sunlight is shining on you. And you suddenly become aware that something is sitting next to you. Maybe it leans against you. Maybe it slithers by you. Maybe you feel the rustle of feathers. Or maybe you're on the beach and you hear something splashing in the waves. And look at it. What is the first thing that comes to your mind? Whatever it is, it's there. That animal, that creature, that bird. Sometimes it might be an insect. It might be a snake. Whatever it is. Just see it sitting there and accept that it is there. Don't try to make sense of it. Don't say, well, it should be this color, it should be that color. It is exactly what it appears to be, what it wants to appear to you as. Take another breath. Let it out. And as you sit in that quiet, the animal observes you. Maybe it moves around you maybe it sits directly in front of you. It settles and it looks at you curious. And you feel there's a wisdom deep in those eyes that are staring at you. That it knows you for exactly who you are. That it accepts you. That it's here to help you. Take another breath. Let it out. And as you're in this environment with this creature, picture what it might say to you. How would it greet you? What would it share? Gently think of a question and project that question into the mind of that creature. You see its eyes widen slightly as it reads your thought. And then in that stillness and in that quiet, it sends an answer. It is an answer designed just for you. And as you breathe again, you notice that the animal breathes with you, always keeping eye contact, looking straight into your spirit. And stay in that space for as long as you choose, as long as you want as long as that animal is there with you. It may have a story to tell you. It may show you images in your mind. It may reveal an answer to a question or maybe give you a question that will lead to answers. As you sit, be. Imagine yourself as that animal, a fox moving through the brush a dolphin swimming through the seas, a monkey chirping up in the trees, maybe a snake coiled up in the sun and warming. Whatever it is, imagine yourself as that animal. That will deepen your connection. And as you breathe together in that stillness, you become one when you're ready take a deep breath and feel yourself moving back into your present self your present body but know that the connection that you made with that animal is with you it is a part of you now you are a part of it it will come when you call It will come to guide you. It will come to help you, to support you, to comfort you. It is there to help you move forward along your path, and it will walk with you. So take another deep breath in, let it out, and return to your present self. In that time in that space and as you come out of the meditation just breathing and you can have some water nearby think about that animal and that's when you have the books nearby so that you can immediately pick it up and take a look at that animal look for it if it's not in the book that you have Then, you know, make sure you write down as much about it. What did it look like? What were were its colors? How big was it? How small was it? What did its thoughts feel like? And you can start researching. Find out about your animal. Find out what its properties are. And like I said, this is based on the tradition. You know, there are different traditions. Whichever one resonates with you. Now. I wanted to bring up the idea of what is a trickster spirit because um, it can be, it's an interesting relationship. Often uh, coyote is considered a trickster spirit. Crows are considered tricksters. Um, Fox can sometimes be a trickster. And the idea of a trickster spirit isn't that it wants bad things to happen to you or it wants you to mess up. Trickster spirits have a very special way of teaching because they feel that wisdom is gained when you show that you've got the good sense not to be fooled. And a trickster spirit might come into your life if you have a tendency to be a little naive, if you have a tendency to be a little too believing. So a trickster spirit will come and it'll trip you up so that you learn, hey, you know, I got tricked. And they go, yeah, you did. Don't get tricked again. Learn from this. Learn to be selective in how you believe and what you believe. Don't be so naive. So, even a trickster spirit can be a very, very powerful totem because it's constantly wanting you to improve yourself. It's constantly wanting to challenge you by saying, well, if you're silly enough to fall for this, then you need to learn something. Now, there are other totems that you know work in a lot of different ways. So um, make sure that you look it up. And there are times when you know, you may read about a totem and at first think, nah, that's, that's not related to me. But if you think about it, and if you give it time, and if you meditate on it, usually it turns out to be a lot more accurate than most would think. So uh, consider it very carefully. And also remember, like I said, this spirit totem is not the only one you will probably have. So, you know, spirit totems have different things that they do. And it may be that there's guidance for you in more than one area. So make sure that if a different totem, if you, you know, connect with a bird or a a lizard, and all of a sudden you feel like this powerful connection or that there's something there, meditate on it. And often you'll get the answers that you're looking for. So make sure that you, you know, have your space set up and that you can really explore this. And like I said, you, know, it's, you, know, you could have eagle and, and bear and all kinds of other stuff, but you can also have you know, a, a, a ferret. You could also have a hummingbird. You could have a fish. You could have, you know, maybe it's a spider maybe spider is one of your totem creatures and you know when i use the term totem animal you know that includes arachnids it includes reptiles it includes you know all of these things so open up your mind open up your possibilities to that and you know it don't worry if it takes a few times for you to be able to get into that space where that animal shows and you know because if you if you're in the meditation and you start getting too cerebral and you and you're not in in the space but you're trying to create it the totem animal will leave. It'll go okay, we'll we'll try this again later. So just remember to stay in that moment. When that animal comes when you feel that presence, don't try to rush to it. Just sit, allow it to come to you, allow it to experience you because that's how you show the te- the totem animal that you're ready to interact with it. So as I said, this is a subject that is tremendously broad. It, it could be, you know, we could do an entire month just on totem animals and maybe we will, maybe we'll come back and we'll go into more detail with this. If people have a lot of questions, then you can Contact me and if, if enough people say that they would really like an entire month on totem animals, then I will go ahead and, and we'll make space for that. So uh, if you have any questions, uh, let me know. You can reach me through Twitter. Uh, you can reach me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also reach me through the comments, both in Blog Talk Radio and in YouTube. So. If you have a particular topic that you would really like me to cover, then please post it and I'll look into getting that. If, if I don't have the information on it, I can find somebody who does and have them come in and, and speak. So that's it for today. And, you know, keep practicing, keep working with this. It's, it's something that get, definitely gets better the more you practice it. And if you like this video if you found value in it uh, please hit like hit subscribe and don't forget to hit the bell to uh, have the notification sent to you uh, please comment and you can also share this video and if you would like to support this channel as you know we grow it um, you can go to my patreon link or my patreon account that's in the description and become a sponsor. And that can be for as little as $2 a month. And it will allow you, I'm going to be doing some uh, private live streams that only the Patreon members will be a part of. And, um, it is going to go towards uh, better equipment and training on different types of software for editing and things like that, that are really going to improve and raise the quality of what we're doing. So, uh, please consider becoming a sponsor and a special, wonderful shout out to Andrew, who has become a patron and to my dear Michelle, who became a patron a while ago. And so uh, thank you. Thank you both. So um, anyway, that's it for today. And thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for walking this journey with me. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying sharing all of this. And I hope that you'll share what you have. You know, I share my magic. You need to share yours. So consider looking into that and, and embracing it because you have magic. You are magic. So until next time, and as always, I wish you balance. And I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye. And class dismissed.